You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Take Me Home, the show that helps a lonely animal have a second chance at a new life, a home, a family, someone to play with, and someone to love. Join host Susan Daffron as she talks to guests from animal shelters and rescues about some of their favorite adoptable pets. These pets might be diamonds in the rough that may have been overlooked, but still need a great loving home. We'll shine the light on these pets and share their personalities, quirks, and stories with you. The goal of Take Me Home is to promote happy adoptions. We'll showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Here's your host, Susan Daffron. Welcome to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, the founder of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals. Thanks for listening. Today we have Ellen Lockwood from the Diamond Dachshund Rescue of Texas. She'll be talking to us about two dogs named Kaz and Oscar who are available for adoption. We'll be right back with Ellen after these messages. Take Me Home will be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Pawfume Dog Grooming and Finishing Spray is proud to be a new sponsor of Pet Life Radio. Pawfume Super Long Lasting Sprays are available in four unique fragrances. Each Pawfume spray is fortified with the finest conditioners and detanglers to make combing out your dog more fun. Pawfume retails for only $2 per 6-ounce bottle. Pawfume is available nationwide at all Dollar General and Family Dollar stores. Why pay more to have your dog smell great? Pawfume, P-A-W-F-U-M-E. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guests you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw in the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us. 
at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. My name is Susan Daffron, and today I'm talking with Ellen from the Diamond Dachshund Rescue in Texas. We're going to be talking about two dogs named Kaz and Oscar. First off, tell me a little bit about Diamond Dachshund Rescue and what you do. Well, first, thank you very much for having me. We're excited to uh, be able to tell you about Diamond Dachshund Rescue. I've been volunteering with Diamond Dachshund Rescue since 2001, but our founder um, and executive director, Christine McIntyre, has actually been rescuing dogs since 1988. And, um, yeah, we average between 100 and 250 adoptions a year. Um, we take in dachshunds only, occasionally dachshund mixes, not because we have an issue with mixes, but because the people who come to us usually just want dachshunds. Mm-hmm. And uh, we take them in from shelters, uh, kill shelters. We take them in from uh, owner surrenders, people who find them as strays, just Sometimes we get them from puppy mill seizures or backyard breeder seizures where the dogs are um, released by the courts to us. So lots of different situations. Well, and that's great. 200 dogs a year, that's that's really impressive. <laughs> that's a lot of dachshunds. Well, dachshunds are a very popular breed. Yeah. And I, um, I'm sorry to say that in Texas, unfortunately, we have a whole lot of people who are not very responsible pet owners. And... You get a popular breed and not responsible pet owners, and as you well know, you get way too many dogs. Exactly. (laughs) And we turn down far more dogs than we can take. Um, We do try to network with the other dogs and rescue groups in Texas, but they are usually full as well, and this year has been really tough. I would say that there have been many weeks when we have turned down as many as 10 or 20 or more dogs a week from various and sundry situations. And it's unfortunate, but as you also know, every rescue group needs to know its limits because you can, things can get way out of hand and you can end up with a problem when you were trying to be part of a solution if you aren't careful. Oh yeah, that's that's a very good point. And so, you know, when people do call up and get mad because you're full, it's like you're being responsible when you're saying that. And a lot of times people are not very sympathetic to that. That's right. Um, but you Particularly can... folks who want to do owner surrender. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like you say, been there, done that. So uh, let's talk a little bit about our, our dogs today. We have Kaz and Oscar. So let's start with, uh, tell me a little bit about Kaz. Well, Kaz is uh, relatively new to our group, and he came in because he was found in a bad situation where there were a bunch of dogs, there were all of them, but he were deceased already when they were discovered. Oh, wow. um, he had, so there were 10 other dogs that were dead. He was had a scarphoptic mange, secondary infections. He was unaltered. He was malnourished. And he just had uh, giardia, too. I mean, he had just all kinds of problems. He's only about three years old and only weighs 11 or 12 pounds. But he is, as they often are, just the sweetest little dog. And he was named Kaz after the vet that initially took care of him and that helped get him to us. But he also just recently had about kidney stones and had to be in the emergency clinic 
and had surgery, and he was a very sick little doggy. But now, of course, we have an unexpected vet bill for him of over $3,000. So we've, uh, we're really hoping to help his vet bill paid off and, of course, find a great home for him. This is unfortunately something we see all too often is dogs that come from really bad situations and, of course, have lots and lots of medical issues often. And uh, we balance that out, we hope, with a few dogs that come in that are in great condition, but there are far too many dogs like cats. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's really sad, and it's it's not his fault, you know what I mean? No, yeah. no, he didn't ask for that. He didn't ask to be in those conditions and to have that situation. Of course, dogs can get kidney stones even if they're well cared for, but you have to wonder if his situation contributed to that. You know, we'll, well never yeah. know. But um, being so malnourished uh, and everything, it's it's probably hard on his little body. You know what I that's mean? That's right, and on his kidneys, which yeah. you know, do such a, a important job of getting out the impurities. So. Exactly. So, what about Oscar? Oscar. Um, well, there is good news about Oscar to start. Um, he has now made his way to a. Uh, a, a permanent foster home, and um, these folks had been following Oscar's story for years, and uh, they then decided that they were ready to make the commitment to take care of him, and he's working out really well there, and he's very happy, but that's a great ending to a not very good beginning at all. In fact, this has to be one of the most horrific situations we've ever heard of. We've all heard of dogs that were not cared for or left in terrible situations and like the one Kaz was in and things like that. But uh, this is one of the, the, fortunately, I hope, rare situations where he came into us after he, when he was about two years old, back in 2004, after being sexually molested by a teenager. Yikes. He was at a kill shelter. We don't know what happened to the teenager that allegedly molested him because the records are sealed for youth offenders. His leg was mangled and inoperable. His tail was broken, and his broken tail caused severed nerves to his anus, and so he can't control his defecation at all. He has gone to a couple of homes, but because of a problem with those homes, like I think of the home he went to most recently, the folks lost their job, and it wasn't a fault of his or mm-hmm. theirs. Yeah. Um, but he had to come back, and um, he has as they often do, just one of the best personalities. He's about 12 or 13 pounds, he's red dapple, and he just wants to get on with life and be a happy dog. You know, the fact that he can't wag his tail anymore when he's happy because the nerves were severed. Um, There were BBs in his leg, um, and they're still there. His knee was shattered. He can walk on his leg because of the tendal muscles and cartilage we formed around the brain, although he limps. But... He's just the happiest dog despite everything he's been through. You know, the injuries are terrible, and we all know that, but it just, it really has to tear at your heart a little extra when you understand that he wasn't just injured, that yeah. the circumstances surrounding it. Yeah, and what a face. I mean, what a sweetheart little. You can just tell by the look in his eyes. I'm looking at his picture, obviously, and uh, he, he does have, he just has the sweetest little face. And, uh,. What a sad story. So are you actually looking for a permanent home? We, we just found one the other day. Like I said, a couple that have been following his story and have made regular donations throughout the years. But um, I wanted to talk about Oscar because I think it kind of highlights the, you know, one of the hopefully rare, but one of the circumstances that these poor dogs of any breed can go through and that despite all they've been through, despite having, in my opinion, every reason to be 
untrusting of, of humans and not wanting to be around them and certainly not wanting to be happy dogs. Dogs like Oscar, with surprising regularity, seem to bounce back. And if you show them love and give them the kind of life they deserve to have, they will repay you hundredfold. Oh, and, yeah. um, of course, that's what we're all about. And, um, unfortunately, these dogs that come in with these bad, from these bad situations require put such a drain on our resources mm-hmm. um, that it makes it hard, again, to take in all the ones that we have to turn down because we not only have to know, know our limits as far as space, we have to know our limits as far as resources. Mm-hmm. And often when we get in, um, you know, when we're contacted about the cases that are the very worst, Unfortunately, those are some of the very ones we can't help because our our resources have been strained. So we we really hope for folks who are might be touched by these stories and maybe want to make a donation, especially before the end of the year, for tax reasons, might do that. If not for our organization, for another organization that's close to them, they can all use your funds, mm-hmm. just like we can. Yeah. Well, we'll be back with Ellen after these messages from our sponsors. Take Me Home, we'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. Hey, what do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. Now, I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's fine. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. 
Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. We're back with Ellen from the Diamond Dachshund Rescue in Texas. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, and we're actually talking about two dogs named Kaz and Oscar. And Oscar has a forever home, we think, and so I'm going to focus a little bit more on, on Kaz now because he still is looking for a home. And, and if you could describe the perfect home for him, what would it be like? You know, I think the, the perfect home for him would be a home that that has has some energy. I mean, he's very friendly. He's outgoing. He loves other animals. So it would be great if he could go to a home that had another dog to be his buddy. He loves uh, laughs and treats, and he's, he's very bouncy and uh, happy. He's a smooth piebald, so he's got great markings. And, uh, you know, he's only about three years old. He has a really long life ahead of him, life for him to have a chance to know that, you know, whether he's playing with another dog or hanging out with his people or maybe going for a ride or just uh, getting some lap time, that that it can only be happiness from now on. But I think it would be great if he could have a, a home that was not too sedentary where they were able to um, play into his active personality. And like I said, another dog to be his buddy would really be fabulous. So as as far as the person, it sounds like, I mean, people always think, oh, little dogs don't, don't require much effort or exercise or whatever, and that's not really true, right? That's true. Um, as dogs, as a species, are were born to walk, and even though dachshunds have really short legs, <laughs> they need lots of exercise, and, um, you know, I, I take my fosters on uh, a minimum of two miles a day, mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing how how much healthier they are for that exercise, how much their behavior is better. They're, you know, a dog that is well-exercised, not just let turn them loose in the backyard by themselves, but really gets a lot of regular exercise, playing with the ball or the frisbee or going for, you know, long walks that are at a brisk pace. They stay out of trouble. They exactly. are I always say a tired dog is a good dog. <laughs> That's right. A tired dog is not as likely to get into trouble. A tired dog is also going to be one that is more responsive um, if you do training when they're kind of tired out. That's a good time to get their focus. Uh, they're not trying to jump around in 27 directions because they have all this excess energy that they want to burn off. So you're going to have a better relationship with your dog because your training is going to be more successful. And training sessions don't have to be long, just a few minutes. And you can train them to do, you know, little things. It doesn't all have to be sit and down and stay. You know, uh, training them to come with call, training them to find something that you've hidden in the house. All these things and all these interactions with your dog really help you develop a better relationship with your dog. And the better relationship you have with your dog, the more likely your dog is going to be to want to please you, to do the things you ask, to be responsive to your requests. And that's going to make everyone in the household so much happier. Exactly. That's a lot of really, uh, really excellent advice. And, I mean, it goes for small dogs and big dogs. Um, Right. And really, I mean, if you think about it, it kind of goes for people, too. People are actually, people who exercise, and, I mean, walking the two miles is good for you, too. That's right. (laughs) And it's good for your mental health and uh, your physical health. And uh, people people sort of forget that. But that's one of the great uh, great side effects of of having a dog is it does, it gets you out and uh, helps you, too. So even if... uh, uh, you know, you're you're too much of a couch potato to do it for your dog. Consider doing it for yourself. <laughs> That's right. And you know, I think we've all seen um, posted on maybe a uh, you know a vet's office marquee or somewhere else. You know that if your dog if your dog is overweight, then you need to exercise more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> dogs are a great way to uh, to get out there and do something. And like I say, dogs are are meant as as a 
species to do a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you're really not doing them any favors when you keep them in the house all the time or keep them in a confined area or just say, well, I let him outside to run and play. I don't understand why he needs more exercise than that. Well, the same reason you need more exercise than walking to your car and walking to the refrigerator. And that walking, especially if you go for a walk with your dog, it's a real bonding uh, time for them. They really, it's another way they can view you as a pack leader, as, as their is the one that they're supposed to be responsive to, and um, they need to know that's part of the routine. And, boy, they'll remind you, too. If you get in the habit of taking your dog for a walk, your dog's not going to let you off the hook one day because you're tired. Oh, my they gosh. They want to go every yeah. day. Yeah. Tell me about it. I get four dogs staring at me. It's like, hello, it's getting dark. You better get out there. And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, right now at this time of year, it gets dark so early. It's like they're like, excuse me. It's almost like you hear the little pause tapping. Excuse me, it's time to go. Let's get on it. Um, yeah, we don't care about what you have to do. It's <laughs> like we have to go out. Um, That's right. That's right. So does Kaz have any uh, quirks or habits or anything that a, a new owner should know about before considering adopting him? I mean, we know about his medical problems, but any, you know, he's, I assume he's housebroken and everything. If he's not housebroken, he, he, he should be well on his way by the time. Um, because uh, dachshunds are, you know, have a reputation for being notoriously difficult to housebreak. One trainer I talked to insists that small dogs aren't harder to house train. It's just that owners of big dogs are less likely to put up with it yeah. than owners of small dogs. That could very well be. My experience is that dachshunds can be uh, difficult to house train. They are stubborn. But the one thing I know that works really well is uh, treats. So mm-hmm. I keep a bowl of, I actually just use animal crackers because they're cheap and easy to find and they don't go bad sitting out. I keep a bowl of those by my back door. And when I go out there and give my dogs the command to go potty, um, when they're done, not before, especially with boys, we don't want them to do this stopping and starting stuff. You know, I not only act as if I won the lottery, but I give them a treat. And it's amazing how quickly they start associating that, and they'll be they'll be potting, looking over their shoulders at you. Are you watching me, Mom? Are you seeing yeah. that I'm doing looky, this? Because I want to make sure I get my cookie, you know? <laughs> I'm being um, good. That's right. And so uh, that, to me, is the first step on reinforcing them potting, whether it be outside or on a pee pad or whatever it is you use. And then they start learning. If you take them out frequently so that they have fewer accidents so that you can have more opportunities to reward them for doing the right thing, um, they start to learn, you know, hey, I need to go outside. They start going to the door. They start giving you whatever signal you'd like for them to give you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just have to be responsive to it. And um, so, like I say, if he's not house trained, I'm sure he'll be well on his way by the time he gets there. He, he knows how to do a doggy door. He uh, loves walking on a leash. He's ready to be somebody's, somebody's forever pet just uh, need somebody to understand that he might be, um, his immune system and all might be a little bit compromised because of what he's been through, but that's no reason to believe he's not going to live a long, healthy life. I know, actually. I One of my dogs actually had some, came from a somewhat similar background. I mean, he's not a dachshund and he's a much bigger dog, but he's actually, he's part Great Pyrenees and they don't live as long as dachshunds and he's you know, 13 now, so he's proof that you can come back from starvation and live a really cushy, fabulous life, and, I mean, he hasn't had any medical problems since. It's just like when you take care of yourself, you're going to feel better, you're going to live longer, and it's the same thing when dogs start getting a lot of care. A lot of times they can really bounce back because they're healing themselves, so... Right, he does have to be on a special diet now because of his kidney stones, but that's common for any dog that has mm-hmm. that kind of problem. That's true. Um, and it's it's nothing that's 
you know, requires special mixing. It's a, it's a commercially available prescription diet, but that's the only thing that's, uh, that's special um, about his health right now. So. Well, that's great. At this point, we are out of time, and I'd like to thank our guests and our producers for making this show possible. For more information about Kaz, to adopt him, or Oscar, just to read more about his story, you can visit the uh, website online, which is www.ddrtx.org. And if you're involved in rescue, check out all the great benefits you can receive as a member of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals at www.naprp.com. If you would like to feature your pets on Take Me Home, just click the contact link on the website to get in touch with me. If you have any questions or comments about this show, please email me at susand at petliferadio.com. So until next time, if you or anyone you know is considering getting a pet, please consider the adoption option and save a life. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.